You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Awkward family gatherings are starting. Maybe you spent all year working on yourself, healing yourself, and then five minutes into that family party, your uncle says something totally inappropriate, or your mother starts making fun of your body. You freeze up, you turn red, and now you feel trapped for the next four hours. Don't worry, bestie, I got your back. In today's episode, we're going to help you navigate family holiday boundaries this season as you go to these gatherings and reunions, whether it's with you, your significant other, or your family, or about receiving unwanted comments or unsupportive input. You're going to walk away today with four tips on what to do when encountering these boundary issues. So listen up until the very end, right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, besties, and welcome back to another episode on the Inner Child Podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Zhang, former therapist turned coach for high achievers, helping you thrive after a difficult childhood in love and in life. So we're getting very close to the actual holidays, and this is the best time to really talk about how to set boundaries with family or even friends and significant others around the holidays. And you're going to walk away with four actionable tips that you can start applying right now or next week when you're actually at a party or a reunion. So first I wanna mention that if you are someone who struggles with letting people walk all over you and you have a hard time keeping up boundaries, I'm running a live round of the Boundaries Bootcamp next week on December 20th, 2022. Now this is a live training where I'm gonna be teaching you how to do three things how to set boundaries, how to enforce boundaries, and how to overcome guilt from maintaining these boundaries. This is one of my three-step systems. And what's really cool is that with this workshop, you will get lifetime access to the material, including all of the scripts that come with the program. So imagine you need to kick someone out of your home, or you need to end a friendship, or you need to leave early or turn someone down, and you have no idea what words to say. You can take my scripts, make it your own, and simply plug and play. We cover most of the scenarios where you would have to set boundaries, so you never again need to worry about what you're going to say, how you're going to say it. Just take my scripts and run with it. The Boundaries Bootcamp is $100 off right now, so click on the link in the show notes to register, or go to buygloriazang.com slash boundaries. But anywho, let's dive right into today's topic. And we're going to start with tip number one. Remember that it's still your choice of whether you want to go to that thing or not. Now, anytime that I felt obligated to go to some event, whether it was a wedding or a holiday party, I also used to believe, but I have to, right? If I don't go, then otherwise this person's going to get upset or that person is going to be worried And I get that. I get that there is social pressure. 
But just because you feel pressure still doesn't mean that you have to. And it took me a really long time to realize this, that you still get a choice to opt out of this circus. You can still choose to get off the Ferris wheel. And even more importantly, you don't actually owe anyone a lengthy explanation of why you are not participating in this. Sometimes it comes down to a decision of two things. You make someone happy, but you make yourself unhappy. Or you make yourself happy and you make someone else unhappy. And it really does come down to a choice of what matters to you more right now. That second cousin that you never ever see or yourself, the person that you deal with and live with on a daily basis. And sometimes it's a temporary discomfort of letting others down or disappointing others. But if that's what it takes for you to have that inner peace, then I say that it's worth it. And plus, if you're even thinking about setting boundaries, then by default, that makes you a cycle breaker. Isn't that why you're listening to this podcast? And isn't that why you're interested in inner child healing at all? This is part of who you are. You have chosen to pave the way in deciding what's going to remain tradition and what's going to change. So my loves, regardless of how much social pressure weighs on this event, ultimately, it's still your decision. All right, so I wanted to leave with that. Now, the second tip is for those of you who are going to go to that thing. Maybe you still like spending time with those people, but there's a certain limit of how much time you're willing to be around them. So what you're going to do is before even showing up at the event, you're going to set the amount of time that you're going to stay. So you want to think about what is your capacity of how long you can stand being around these people and go just a little bit under. Maybe it's one hour or two hours or four hours, but think back on the last event and try to remember at what point did you start losing it a little bit and go a little bit shorter than that. So if you've decided that the maximum amount of time that I am willing to be around these people is two hours, then come to the event with the host already knowing that. So as you show up in the front door, you simply say to them, hey, thanks for inviting me. By the way, I have to leave at three o'clock for an appointment or I have to leave at three o'clock to take a phone call or I have to do something. If you really want to, you can actually plan something at that time or you can simply just go home. That way, you have a light at the end of the tunnel and it doesn't become this never-ending, re-traumatizing event where you feel obligated to stay until the very end, right? That way, you have a tangible amount of time that you know that as soon as that clock hits three o'clock or four o'clock, you're good to go, right? You have done exactly what you said you're going to do and it's time to go home. So this tip has always been very helpful, especially for things like birthday parties, small gatherings, etc. Now, the third tip that I would like to offer is what to do when certain conversations turn sour and you really want to shut that down, but perhaps you don't want to make a huge spectacle out of it either. And it becomes this fine line between still standing up for yourself, but not turning it into this huge argument. And it can be done. It's really about finding that middle ground. So this is more of an art of conversation type of thing. And this also bleeds into conversational skills. 
And you always want to remind yourself that you're not obligated to engage with or justify yourself or explain anything that you don't want to. So if your aunt comes up to you and says something really rude or passive aggressive or asks you a question that's a little bit too invasive, you can simply say, hey, I don't want to talk about my body here or I don't really want to talk about what happened on the farm or, oh, I'm not really in the mood to discuss this topic right now. And then immediately change the topic to something else, right? So this type of strategy is called a redirection. We're simply gently redirecting the attention back to something else. And you want to be mindful of the fact that if you come with a fawn or a people-pleasing response already, you may feel tempted to explain and over-explain. But just remember that there is no need to. And the less words that you say, the better actually, because you can simply just redirect. A great analogy is almost pretending like the conversation is just passing a baseball back and forth between you and that person. They throw you something, you throw something back. And if they throw you something that you don't really like, you simply say, eh, I don't really want to talk about this. And then you throw it right back. And if you're a little bit worried about this, I would even practice ahead of time. So you can stand in front of a mirror and imagine someone saying to you something really rude or something that you know someone's going to bring up at the event and you want to prepare your response ahead of time. Simply catching the baseball and saying, eh, I don't really want to talk about this right now. Throwing it back. How was your job? How was your vacation? Right? Asking the other person questions to take that attention off of you. And this technique is really great, not just for family gatherings, but any type of social situation, such as in the workplace, at cocktail parties, where you want to gently assert a boundary and avoid talking about something that you're not really comfortable with. Now, inside my boundaries bootcamp, we do go into more advanced techniques, such as what to do if someone continues to disrespect your boundaries or continues probing and asking these questions. And we also help you with what to do if you start freezing up or crying on the spot. Those are definitely uncomfortable situations that might come up. So go ahead and check out the bootcamp course if you're interested in these more advanced tactics. And I'll just say one more thing about tip number three. I know that sometimes we get into our heads and we start to believe, oh no, there's no way I could possibly redirect this or, oh, like I can't shut it down. Like it would sound so rude, right? There's this fear of coming off as rude. But then if you think about the kinds of conversations that you have with confident people, they use this technique all the time, right? Think about the last person that you talked to where you really respected their sense of self, you really respected their boundaries, you'll notice that they use this redirection technique all the time, where they'll very politely decline something and then bring the attention back to something else. Now, did you feel like it was rude when they did that? Probably not. In fact, if you were a well-meaning person, you would probably respect that person for standing up for themselves. You would think good for them. Now, sometimes people really do get upset by boundaries. And similarly to how you might have felt admiration for this person, the response always reflects the person that receives the boundaries, not the person that set the boundaries. In other words, if someone actually gets upset at you for saying that you don't want to answer the question, and they're actually going to cause a problem over it, 
then they're probably an a-hole, right? Like what kind of person would insist and force someone to answer something that they don't want to? It has everything to do with them and it doesn't reflect you at all. And if you were hesitant around spending time around that person in the first place, the fact that they would go out of their way to get so upset is just validation that you were right for setting boundaries. Okay, I just had to get that piece off my chest. Now, the last thing I will share, the fourth tip, is for you to have control over your transportation and living arrangements. So what I mean by this is you want to drive yourself or take yourself on the bus to this event and don't rely on somebody else. Otherwise, if you're hitching a ride off of someone else, you're going to have to stay there and wait for them to leave in order for you to get out of there. And if this is already an environment that you don't do well in, it's going to be very disempowering for you to feel like you're just surviving and waiting for someone else to come and get you out of the situation, especially if it's overnight. So if you have to go out of town and you have the option of staying with your toxic family for four nights or to spend a bit of extra money on an Airbnb, I would say, first of all, spend less days overnight and if you can, to use that extra money to get an Airbnb. And obviously, everyone is in a different financial situation. So I completely understand if you're unable to do so. But these type of nuanced decisions, they also come down to what you value more in the situation. So if being in this horrible hurricane of a toxic situation, if you know that that's going to set you back two months, for example, then would it be worth it to spend a little bit of extra money for your own sanity and your own peace of mind and to maintain the progress that you've made so far, right? So in this case, I would think about the money that you're spending and to think about what's the return on interest? What's the ROI? Like, what are you getting out of this money? And if you can afford it, spending money to improve your own sanity is probably worth it. Otherwise, if you're going to be set back for two months, do you think that would actually cost you more money in the long run to kind of cope with and pick up the pieces after something goes down during this family event, right? So you want to think about it on the long term. And if you are someone who's interested in developing more of that abundant mindset versus that trauma scarcity mindset, you really want to think about the ROI of everything that you do. So I know in the past for me that if I try to cheap out on a little bit of money and go and stay at this horrible thing, it would actually cost me more money in the long run. And we're just speaking financially here. I would literally be fine on my own. And then as soon as I stepped through those front doors, I felt like I would revert back to this fumbling seven-year-old girl again, because that's how powerful family and environment really is. And there were times where even just staying for like three days with those people, three days would literally set me back for like a whole month. I would start thinking in circles in my head again. I would end up booking more therapy sessions just to get through and get over what happened to me over that break. That I would pause on all my goals again and just struggling with the same thing again. It set me back a lot. Versus if I just spent an extra few hundred dollars just to get a room, yes, it would have cost me more money at that moment. 
but I would have been able to maintain my progress in the long run, right? So this is what I mean by marathon mindset. Maybe you've heard me talk about this before with all my personal clients. I'm always about holding them accountable to that marathon mindset to stop thinking about just right now, but in the long run, what's actually going to be better and more worth it for you. This is one of those things where you have to answer yourself, right? You have to come to your own decision on what is worth more to you and making the decision that is aligned with you. So let's summarize the four tips on setting family holiday boundaries this season. The first thing that we talked about was really just remembering that no matter how much social pressure is around this event, it's still ultimately your decision of whether to go or not. And it might be a hard decision, but it's still your choice nonetheless. The second tip I shared was to actually determine how much time you are willing to stay at that event, whether it's two or three hours, and let the host know upfront that you are going to leave. You're not asking to leave, right? You're simply telling them, you're declaring to them that you are going to leave at three o'clock or four o'clock and to actually leave when that happens. The third tip is that when or if conversations start to turn inappropriate and you get asked things that you really don't want to talk about, simply say, I don't want to talk about this right now and redirect the topic to something else. As if you're passing back a baseball, you're throwing it back to that other person. No need to explain, no need to justify or go into details. Simply stating that you don't want to talk about this thing is perfectly enough. And the fourth tip that I offered you was to have complete control of your transportation and living arrangements. So don't rely on anyone else to give you a ride. Take the bus if you need to, drive yourself, take an Uber if you need to. Maintain full control over how long you're going to stay and how you can leave if possible. And if you're able to, and if this is something that is more valuable to you, you can also choose to spend a bit of extra money on an Airbnb just so that you don't get pulled into physically staying with these people, especially if you know that it's going to impact you and set you back in the long run. I hope this was a super value-packed episode for you guys. And if you know someone who might actually be dealing with this over the holidays, send them this episode so that they too can benefit from these tips. And for those of you that want to go a little bit deeper with setting and maintaining boundaries, definitely take advantage of our discount right now on the Live Boundaries Bootcamp that's happening on December the 20th. Don't worry if you can't make it live, you will get lifetime access to the entire course even after the live round is over. And so what are you guys planning to do over the holidays? Like, are you going on vacation? Are you staying in? Are you taking some time off? I would love to hear from you on Instagram just to hear what you guys have been up to. For me, myself, I'm going to be splitting some time between friends and family. Andrew has a lot of family members and they do live outside the city. So we're going to be spending some time driving and almost like doing a tour outside of Toronto and then coming back and spending some time with my family. I'm going to be hosting my sister for a little while too. And we're actually just going to be indulging our inner girls we're going to be printing off some wacky recipes off of Pinterest and just trying to make them in my kitchen. <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of fun just spending some one-on-one -on -one time with my sister. Oh, and plus, 
me and one of my best friends, Chris. You guys remember Chris from last year's episode talking about transitioning and inner child healing for queer folks. So Chris is one of my best friends. And we decided to host a throwback New Year's party. So instead of 2023, it's a throwback to 2003. And it's going to be like a playlist with like all of the music from the early 2000s with like a dress up theme. And it's going to be so much fun. So I am super ready for the holidays. I think myself and my team are going to take a little bit of time off. But don't worry, we bulk record all the episodes. So the episodes are still coming out every single Tuesday. And also, I'm really excited for my Inner Circle mentorship to start in January. I'm really looking forward to working closely with a few high-achieving clients and really making epic magic in 2023. That was my Abundance Inner Circle program. So my loves, I hope these tips were helpful for you. And if you're not even seeing your family, I hope that you can use these boundary tips in any situation in your life where you are working on having better boundaries with yourself and with other people. And with that being said, have a wonderful holiday. I love you guys so much. And, you know, I just want to share how appreciative I am of your support. Those of you who tune into this podcast week after week, I love coming here and recording these episodes for you and also hearing all the wonderful feedback from those of you who like the podcast. So make sure to hit subscribe, follow the podcast. If you want to leave me a gift, all you have to do is write a five-star review. That helps me a lot. (laughs) So if you go ahead and do that, I thank you very much. And I'm very grateful for your support. Here's to a lot more incredible episodes coming in 2023. Have a beautiful day and an abundant life, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Is your trauma robbing you of the extraordinary relationship you could be having? Bestie, tell me if this sounds like you. Maybe you wind up in situationships where you don't feel loved, seen, or respected, and you let people walk all over you. Or maybe you feel so triggered with the fear of getting hurt that you end up pushing the other person away and sabotage your relationships. Or maybe you stay up all night in bed wondering, why do I struggle so much with the bare basics in love while my friends are out there having amazing relationships without breaking a sweat? My love, it's not your fault. You are not broken. You just have inner child wounds. If anyone understands, it's probably me. 200 first dates later and a dozen bad relationships, I finally cracked the code on what it really takes to go from being insecurely attached to attracting and maintaining a thriving, passionate, and secure relationship. So if you want to succeed in love, I've put together a free 60-minute workshop that gives you my three-step formula to breaking toxic patterns for good. Just go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. In this workshop, you'll learn how to never sabotage a relationship again, even if you have anxiety. And you'll learn how to get the secure relationship you want with the person who wants to commit to you. So if you're falling into the same patterns over and over, then you need to be at this workshop. To get instant access, go to gethealthylove.com, that's G-E-T healthylove.com, or click on the link in the show notes. Life is hard enough, besties. Love doesn't have to be.
If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!